Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like book club, but for board games. I'm Kiwi, and with me is BP. And Sir Patrick. Hello. Yes, and the cat, Sir Patrick. Today we're playing Welcome to the Moon by Alexis Allard and Benoit Turpine, who also designed Welcome to. The artist is Anne Heisick who did Welcome to, Honey Buzz, Majesty for the Realm, and When I Dream. It was published in 2019 by Blue Cocker Games, uh, which is a French company. Hmm. The game description. Citizens of Earth, we are facing a dire situation. Ooh. Our planet is doomed. The fate of humanity is in your hands. It is no longer about preserving our way of life or our economy. Now it's a struggle for our very existence. Do, do, do. And the mechanics are bingo, narrative choice paragraph, paper and pencil, pattern building, race, scenario mission, campaign game, and solo solitaire. Did you say bingo? I did say bingo. Like B-I-N-G-O? Yes. The box. So we've got the typical welcome and script with To the Moon, and you've got... You know, your typical space scene, you've got, it looks like, again, kind of based on Apollo landing, uh, a little rover, two humans with air tanks in their astronaut suits, the Earth in the background, and then I mentioned the rover already, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe like a, a dome for terraforming? It's, uh, the way the rocket is and the domes and the... Like all that stuff, it very much reminds me of what uh, science fiction pictures looked like in the nineteen mm-hmm, fifties, mm-hmm. before we'd really done any kind of space travel or mm-hmm, thought of mm-hmm. like. I think with nineteen fifties, we thought about it, but before we'd like really put a lot of effort into right. it. Right. Um, Been that's, there, that's, done that. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. So it's like those those classic like nineteen fifties like. This is what the moon looks like. Yeah, and these are these are what rockets are going to look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so based on the description and the cover, would you pick this up off a shelf? I mean, I do enjoy the welcome too. I know you do as well. So I would be intrigued. Yeah. I, uh, Despite the space thing. Yep. This is one that I'd been on the lookout for a while. Uh, it's been on like my, hey, I want to trade for this. And then we finally saw it in a store for the first time. Uh, I really enjoy welcome too. I mm-hmm. think it's a great concept and I enjoy rolling rights. Uh, but this one has a campaign element to it. Mm. And that intrigued me. Can we shout out to Labyrinth in D.C.? Sure. Yeah, that's where we got it, from the Labyrinth in D.C. Uh, so uh, you, I think you have the benefit of having played Welcome to. You also sure. have some of the elements in front of you. So how do yeah. you think it's played? Uh, give me those mechanics again, because I heard you say bingo. Yeah, bingo. Uh, narrative choice, paragraph, paper and pencil, pattern building, race, scenario, mission, campaign game, and solo solitaire. Wow. That is a lot more than welcome to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got some cards laid out in front of us that uh, each card has like a different icon on it. And it also has like these different buttons, different screens. And so I'm assuming... We're going to want to pattern match to those cards to get those are our missions. We're going to pattern match to those cards. What are we matching? That is a very good question. On our player mats, we have that rocket with colored rows of things that will be marking off bingo style. 
And the first one to complete the most missions or hit bingo gets to yell bingo and wins the game. Okay. Um, so the history of bingo in space. Great. So um, we've done quite a few space themes yep. to the moon and back. Um, so I just wanted to kind of touch up on some of the cultural um, historical elements of the moon um, and the lunar calendar. So as you are probably well aware, uh, the significance of the moon has been with us as the significance of the sun since the creation or uh, the development of humans. Uh, and so as soon as humans began to communicate stories, even before actual writing, there are in Lacau caves, so the prehistoric caves that are very famous in France, there are moon drawings. Um, in fact, you probably see a lot more mythology around uh the the moon and lunar myths than around solar just because it did seem before telescopes much more mysterious right it was also very significant because it's pretty much like the brightest light people would have at night right so i mean we're living in the modern age where we got bright lights all over the place, right? So we can live in day and night, but before electricity and lamps and gas and all of that, like humans relied upon the moon and stars, right? To navigate at night and to navigate period, right? Because during the daytime, it's very hard. Yes, you can follow the sun, but it is much easier once you know the patterns of stars and the moon. Also, um, aside from solar calendars, which again would definitely be a significant cultural historical fact, lunar calendars. And so there's several that are still in uh, use today. The most notable would be the Islamic calendar is based on lunar cycles, which did you know the lunar cycle, the lunar calendar is 11 to 12 days shorter than the solar. I didn't know that. Well, then. Yep. Maybe our listeners didn't. Mm, perhaps. Uh, the moon is also a, uh, provides luminant light and doesn't illuminate. Mm -hmm. So things that illuminate mm -hmm. provide their own light. Things that illuminate reflect light. Right. So, uh, and uh, it has a great effect on night vision goggles. So brighter light makes the goggles right. work better. And then sometimes you just don't need it. And as the light level decreases, night vision goggles become more difficult to use. Mm. So there you go. There you go. Uh, so you want to know how to play? Yes, okay. absolutely. <clears throat> All right. So the game can be played in campaign mode or adventure mode. So in campaign mode, you play through eight adventures in order with cards and story choices affecting the campaign so that each time you play through the campaign, it's different. In adventure mode, you can simply play one of the eight adventures. They do recommend that before you play just a random mm -hmm. adventure that you play through the campaign so that you kind of open everything up mm -hmm. uh, and go from there. So they there's an introduction campaign uh, that they recommend that you do. So we're gonna start that. We might not necessarily finish it, but we'll start it. There is no first player. So as players will take action simultaneously, 
the first three Starship cards are revealed. We'll have three stacks of them. We'll re reveal one from each stack. So this is just like Welcome To. So what you'll end up with is you'll have a number and a, uh, a background or the back of a card with an icon. Mm -hmm. And then you'll have to select one of those number icon pairs. You will always have to add the number to your board. You do not necessarily have to take the action that is shown by the icon. Just like Welcome To. Just like Welcome To. And then just like Welcome To, uh, our boards are broken up into sections and you will always have to go in ascending order from left to right in each of those sections. Mm -hmm. Um, but you don't have to start from left to right. So you can put a number right in the middle. You just always have to have numbers that are ascending. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it's a bell curve for the numbers. So for one and 15, which are the lowest and highest, you only have two of those. And then you'll have the most of sevens. Okay. Or sorry, most of eights. You'll have, there's seven of those in the deck. All right, so there are six actions uh, that will perform differently depending on the scenario. But for the most part, robots, which look like a little circle with arms, um, they're going to let you connect, build, cut, or explore different parts of your map. Uh, water and plant, which they look exactly like uh, waters and plants. Um, they will allow you to collect resources and earn points or bonuses based on the adventure. And as long as you put them on certain locations on your map, energy, which is the purple lightning bolt, allows you to improve other actions. You've got astronauts, which is the uh, orangey, what's the uh, helmet? Uh, def. Oh, yeah, Daft Daft Punk. Punk. Yeah, it looks like a Daft Punk helmet. Uh, allows you to modify the value of the number you chose in that pair by plus or minus two. You can never go lower than zero and you can never go higher than 17. So if you took a one, you can't go to negative one. Uh, and then planning allows you to fill in an additional space on the same turn with an X and that X kind of counts as a wild. So then you can uh, basically fill it in. Uh, adventures will have missions. And then for each mission, when a player has achieved it, they accomplish it and write down the higher value of the mission. And then we'll flip that card over. Everybody else who finishes it will take the lower value. When all players have chosen their number action pair and written down at least the number on the board, play goes to the next round. Each of the decks has a new number action revealed and play continues. And then just like Welcome To, when we look at the numbers, uh, you'll, because the number will be up uh, when we select it, it will show you what's on the back. Okay. So you won't know what the next number is, but you'll know what the next action is. Mm -hmm. uh, the game ends if one player has accomplished all three missions. A player has crossed off their final system error box, which happens if you mm. uh, can't add a number to a board. Mm -hmm. uh, or a player has filled in all their spaces on the map. Players then gain points for each scoring field on the adventure map any of their accomplished missions and lose points for each of their system errors. The player with the most points is the winner. Tie goes to the player with the least system errors. And in campaign mode, you earn stars based on achievements, which will affect follow on adventures. Okay. And those are all the rules. Well, let's play. We 
just finished a game of Welcome to the Moon. As a recap, uh, Kiwi had 150 energy points and BP had 135 system error points. Wow, thanks. Well, the game did end because you right. got your last system error. Sure. Uh, my strategy is the same thing I do in Welcome 2, which is try to build out either end with the small numbers and big numbers mm -hmm. and then fill in the middle afterwards. And then this one, uh, I tried to hit compartments that had the activation arrows so that I could then fill in the activation mm -hmm. arrows uh, on some of the rockets and make them active. Uh, so I filled up all the rockets. Uh, we both did objective A uh, and we were closing in on objective B uh, before the game ended. Uh, BP strategy? To try to get the objectives. Okay. So you were going for those rows specifically first? I was filling in spots. Yeah. Uh, theme. Did you feel like you were filling up your rocket to go to the moon? No. Yeah, it's a rolling right. The rolling <laughs> rights don't really have themes, but um, table uh, presents. Squares. Um, I mean, the cards are nice. Uh, I think it's just kind of like Welcome to, except that these are, uh, you know, more moon themed. So I think if you were walking by as a rolling right game, it might turn your head. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, it's like the the welcome to, the cards are nice, straightforward iconography, it's, yeah. Yeah, um, I do appreciate that they carried over the cat, which they had in a bunch of uh, mm -hmm. the cards for um, um, welcome to, and then there were like little Easter eggs. So on the eight card is the Star Trek uh, yeah. Enterprise. And you know on here there's the- Yeah, a Dalek. Dalek, yeah. yeah. And I think on somewhere I saw something from the, um, so that ship's familiar too. I think that's from, isn't that, I think that's the ship from Firefly. Forget the name of it. Oh yeah. But I think that's the Firefly ship. So yeah, they have little Easter eggs and I'm assuming that on some of the other sheets, they probably have some additional Easter eggs mm -hmm. uh, that you might find. So yeah, I think the art's nice. Um, I do appreciate that it's already a laminated page mm -hmm. uh, instead of, now I've heard this kind of both ways where it's like, uh, these are harder to recycle. Um, so, you know, it's yeah. like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. They could have had a whole bunch of pieces of paper that all could be recycled, but still creates garbage. Or they have a sheet that's harder to recycle, but doesn't necessarily to create use garbage. Over and over. So it's reuse versus recycle. Yeah, exactly. Which, I don't know. I feel like reuse at this point is better than recycling. That's just my personal opinion. That's probably true too. Yeah. So, but I do appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, the markers, I think next time we play, we'll just go with one of our thinner, right. easier to use uh, wet erase markers. Although the dry erase uh, was never really a problem. So, and it let us uh, start over when we realized we were probably doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, mechanics. So it's the same mechanic as welcome to. So um, kind of that flip and write mm -hmm. um, number. So the puzzle comes in knowing that the numbers are in a bell curve. Right. Uh, so trying to, and that's why my strategy is always right. fill go out big, the... go small, and then fill out the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, anything on mechanics, BP? No. Okay. Uh, rules? Well, we messed up. Yep. And as you were explaining them, I was, in reading over them again, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm not following along at all. Like, it, 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 listening 
and then messing up, it's not as easy, I feel like, as welcome to. Yeah, I, I think what messed it up is uh, we took the normal rules from welcome to, but then yeah. we threw out the whole act. So for this adventure, your actions uh, weren't actions. They just dictated what row you could fill in. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's where the puzzle came in. So I think, you know, we're both familiar mm -hmm. with welcome to. So we're like, okay, we got this. And then the very first rule was like, we're not doing actions. And it's like, yeah. and then there were like compartments and filling up the compartments. Yeah. So I actually like, I'm not even quite sure. Cause I filled up my, my active rockets like super fast. Yeah. And I was concerned that I would start getting system errors that I wouldn't be able to cross off. And I was going to lose a bunch of points mm -hmm. because I'd already filled in all my active rockets. But you sabotaged me a bunch. So. I sabotaged. Yeah. So I, d I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go back and look. I think the rule book could have been written a little bit better to be more in explicit on yeah. exactly how you were supposed to play that adventure. And more examples, I feel like, too. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, I think the rule book could have been better. I like the story aspect, being right. able to pick and choose. Right. There's definitely some replayability I there, think we so. like... We, as, as a mechanic and tying that in, I feel like, you know, we do like the storytelling mechanic that it adds to it some depth, but learning curve is pretty steep for, I feel like, a roll and write. Well, and not only a roll and write, but a roll and write that the way it works, we're familiar with. Right. Like, this is not our first time playing Welcome To, you right. know? So, uh, yeah. Uh, player interaction? Mm. Yeah, it's a roll and write. Yeah. Like, we were quiet. We were, yes. There was a lot of flipping. <laughs> There's not going to be a lot writing. of fill in. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, on the one hand, you could have the complaint, but like, I think we both knew going into this yes. that there was not going to be right. interaction because we're familiar with Welcome To. So if you're looking for interaction, this is not where you're going to get it. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, would you play it again? I would. I don't know that it's as... Um, I mean, I think the regular Welcome To is just as fun, if not more fun. I do like the campaign style of it. So I'm interested in seeing how that progresses. Yeah. Uh, which is probably the only reason I would continue on. Otherwise, I'd be like, well, we have Welcome To. It was easier. Let's just stick with that. But I think since this one has that campaign element in the storytelling, I do want to see how that unfolds. Yeah. And I'm wondering, too, if like, OK, this is Adventure One. They're just doing it really easy and it's going to build up from there. Uh, in like in terms of like, OK, I have this number and this action. So I'm definitely curious to see like how that changes as mm -hmm. we go through the campaign. So, yeah, I I'll pick it up and play it again. But I think. Uh, right now, I think you're right. It might change when we get through and finish Adventure 8 at some point mm -hmm. that, okay, yeah, I like To the Moon better, but I think after this first adventure, it plays so differently from Welcome 2 that's like, ah, I like Welcome 2 better mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. but we're only one adventure into the campaign. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I, th I think my answer, I think I said it, still yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that was, uh, welcome to the moon. <laughs> so if you have any recommendations you would like to hear our impressions on, just send them our way. You can do so via email at firstturntabletop at gmail. We're also on the Twitter and the Instagram at firstturncast and the podcasting camel echoing in his helmet. 
please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatchers. We look forward to hearing from you. Play more games. Don't chew on power cords, you nutjob. <laughs> A.K.A. Cat. Bingo! It's a quiet playthrough as we mm-hmm. flip cards and write down numbers. I'm going to sabotage you. Why? Because I can. Because you're an asshole. Yep, all right.